coffee club, coffee club. Grind your beans and grab your favorite mug. It's Ollie Morgan, George and Gus. It's them boys from coffee club. Boys from coffee club. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club Podcast, episode 123. My name is Morgan McDonald, and I'm joined by co-hosts George Beamish and Oliver Hoare. And I hope you guys really enjoyed that new intro that you just heard. And if you watched it on YouTube, also the animation that went along with it, we're very excited to finally be debuting that. So shout out to, firstly, Nick Harris for putting that together for us, and then also the Orange Runner for making that animation. That's why it took a little bit, because... We wanted to make it nice and special, and we love it, and we hope you guys love it as well. So, new intro, which I think our other intro, did I, Did we have that, like, episode one? The music was. The sound. I, I think. think the sound forever. And then, and then, that, then the video was when you guys did the episode with Jordan. In Zurich. So that was probably like yeah. We had a homemade video for a while <laughs> <laughs> that we filmed at, uh, at the Sherman house of us just like making a... Steam was just going straight <laughs> into the camera and you couldn't see shit. The first, the first video was not great, but it, it was a... <laughs> it was all right. It's a transition. It's a placeholder. It's a process. Like we're just getting there. You know, we're getting more and more profesh as the, uh, as the weeks go on. Just no, this one was so good. The Orange Runners animation was just spot on. Just, yeah. I don't know if there's some Easter eggs in there. So in the comments... Please uh, please put them in. We'll have some fun with it. There's actually a couple of versions of it that have like de- different Easter eggs in it, so maybe we'll, we'll change it up as well. Also, from last week, a quick apology for, I think it was my pronunciation. What? No, do, I, no, you were right, dude. I don't know if I was, though. Well, I, I think, was close. I think the final verdict was Wellesley, Wellesley. which is, I think, how you were saying it. I think I was just saying Wesley. Oh, you, maybe difference. you were Wesley. I was saying Wesley. and I was saying Wellesley. Yeah. So, so I everyone think, was saying it wrong. I think we were all wrong. Just Wellesley. We, I used to play when I was in like intermediate. What do, what do you call it here? Middle school. We used to play against the school from Wellington. And I'm pretty sure they were called Wellesley College mm. or something. Confusing. So that was where so your brain was. your brain was going back in the past. I had a, a previous experience yeah. with a Wellesley. With a Wellesley, yeah. Yeah, thank but we you. we had that completely wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you to everyone in the comments who pointed that out, including I got a personal DM from Mr. Jonathan Galt letting me know how to pronounce it. Because apparently, the like I did think it sounded really familiar. It wasn't just a random place. It's the turnaround point in the Boston Marathon. So that's why uh, it's somewhat famous in the running world. You run yeah. out to there and then come back. We're very good at marathon stuff. So <laughs> I just don't know how we didn't, we didn't yeah, get there. As, as marathon experts, we should have known We that. should have done that for sure. <laughs> but uh, apologies for that. Wellesley. We Wellesley. know it now. We will never get that wrong again. Uh, I think, yeah, we have a little bean shout out today yeah. as well. Oliver? Just getting it organized. <laughs> I'm a bit I'm a bit far away from the uh from the table, the motherboard as we call it. Um I can't pronounce this brand because it's me. I'm the problem, it's me. Um Silly? Silly? George, help me. <laughs> we were just discussing this right I know and I completely fight. forgot how to pronounce it. Um we're thinking CL. CL. Okay, CL Athletics. So they said Bonjour Coffee Club, which is nice. Yeah. Are they, so they're French-Canadian. It's established. It's established right there. Confirmed. In that first little little thing. So they have been very, very lovely. To well, it's just, I, th- I don't know if it's them. I would just shout out the guy oh. who sent it. I think he's just a big fan. You're 100% he right. He works for them. But um, oh, Alex yeah. Ashkin, I'm, if I pronounce your name <laughs> wrong, I'm so sorry. As you can tell, I'm not great at it. 
Alex Ashkin, thank you so much for sending these beans to us. Where I like literally had them in my car driving uh, here to the podcast, and they just smelled so good. So, um, where are they from? They are from. They're a whole bean coffee from I think maybe it's been from Honduras, or they are Honduras beans. I'm saying I'm seeing. It new says New York Hudson Valley, New Paltz. That's what I'm seeing on the front. Dry, Dry Fly Coffee Co. in New York. Yeah. So I think he happens to work for Seattle. Dry Fly Coffee Co. They established in 2020. The bag's pretty sick because it's got like a little fish fish hook on it. Um, and yeah, it smells amazing. So thank you very much. Um, there was also a little tape measure in yes. there, which is um, what what's what's the use for that, Ollie? According to the letter. Uh, the measuring tape is to measure out your bicep throughout the season to make sure you're uh, getting swole. All right, that's our goal. We want to run faster times, but also simultaneously get fo- yeah, get just getting freaking yoked, bro. Well, the biceps. funny thing is, me and George are wearing like a long sleeve top, so we're very, very much hiding our biceps. Morgan's not hiding away from the fact that his biceps are out and they're ready to be uh, may as well get measured. A, may as well get a number on this right now. Let's get a baseline. Do I flex? I, d- I think you do. No, I, think no, you, I think you, you do. do flex. Okay. I think you like hold it out and flex as hard as you can. Dude, I have a tiny freaking bicep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, but you're pretty fit right now. Okay. I feel like that's what happens. I'm s- 20. Looks about 29 now. 29 centimeters. That's not bad. Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> Should I do a quick one? How about <laughs> um, well. you do our other bean shout out? Well, we can we'll do a well, little Oh, yeah, of course. Number. So, Jason, our magician, Jason Ross. Um, Got back from Hawaii and gave us a lovely bag of beans from Maui. Um, asked around, made sure that he's getting us the best bag of beans because Jason is one of the uh, one of the legends for us and the team. Keeps us healthy, keeps us going. Um, it looks like this: the beans are from Colombia and it's from Maui, and it smelled amazing as well. So thank you so much, Jason. Really appreciate it. You always do way too much for us, so it's super nice to get a bag of beans from you. And uh, we know how much you love coffee, so we know that this is going to be a very good bag of beans. So. Thank you. What was the uh, measurement? The numbers have come in. It can, I don't <laughs> know if I believe the numbers, but it, it said that George had one centimeter bigger than I'm at twenty. I'm sitting at 28 centimeters. Am yeah, I supposed, I'm to, supposed to flex, to, right? Yeah. Uh, just I, while, yeah so. I was going to say, I think Jason's probably provided the most beans for the pod. He has. He's by the numbers, them multiple so. times. He also was, uh, I, we've mentioned this a few times as well, when we originally were selling beans, he was... One of our official taste testers. So he's had a big influence on this podcast. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> it's not easy to measure on yourself. While Ollie measures his biceps, I would just quickly mention that CEO Gus would love if everyone that enjoys the Coffee Club podcast in any way would please consider like, comment, subscribe, turning on those post notifications. And if you listen to the audio version on Spotify or Apple Music, please leave a review. All that just helps the podcast grow and um, thrive and do we, our have, thing. we have a lot of work to go, boys. <laughs> what were you at? Twenty nine. Also twenty nine. What are, I don't. I mean, I don't know what we we're aiming for, but that seems. I mean, I was aiming for swall. Yeah, like I thought mine was going to be yoked on the, on the measuring <laughs> tape. It's like a, there's a little section here near past fifty five that just says yoked. Yoked. All right, we'll try <laughs> yeah, get up to we'll try and get up to that. Yeah. Just about double. Just yeah. doubling our biceps. <laughs> double. Imagine turning up to practice and Mitch is going. What's going on here? Good God, man. What happened to your biceps? Got to start uh, taking some creatine. Yeah. Or maybe, I mean, later we'll be talking about the enhanced games today. Yeah. So maybe that that's the... <laughs> Sneaking in the gym, not <laughs> doing right, our proper lifts and just doing bicep curls the entire time. <laughs> Why are the coffee club boys just sitting there doing biceps? 
Yeah. Just just pounding some protein or whatever you do. <laughs> so today we have a lot of good stuff. We're in the thick of it, in the thick of the uh, the indoors slash, I mean, I guess road season as well. We have the marathon trials to talk about. We have the New Balance Grand Prix happen, and we also are previewing the Milrose Games as well as some other cool news such as some more Jakob updates and the big a big story on the Twitterverse at least has been the enhanced games, which um, we'll give a little, we'll give our thoughts on. And then also, there's a Super Bowl preview going to happen at some point. Football, uh, football. You know oh, what yeah. that is. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's mostly about Taylor Swift, I think, and about how she's going to go from her last show from Japan to uh, Las Vegas. I think it's going to be a quite hard trip for her to do, but. That's probably what most of the coverage is going to be about with the Super Bowl. I'm I impressed d- that you know that type I, of stuff. I don't. Well, I mean, where I, do you find that news out from? <coughs> Yard. <laughs> so, from what I can understand, she'll be able to get there in the afternoon slash evening if she's able to finish the show with at least one to two encore songs. I was about to say no encore. Or maybe no, I think it's like max two to three songs. Like if if it's if Swifties have taught me anything is that they usually know what Taylor's up to, and I think that's what she's going to be up to. Maybe three songs and then heading straight back to. Uh, Support her boyfriend, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh, no, uh, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Close. I thought that was intentional. That was really Travis funny. Kelsey. Close. I assume she just flies, like, private from the freaking, like... 100%. From the venue to the stadium. I hear she uses the power of all her Swifties to, like, grant teleportation. Have you have you seen, like, this stuff where she was, like, getting roasted about how many, how, like, her emissions from how much she flies? Yeah. And She's, then, like, the highest... Isn't she the highest celebrity in the world that's... I mean, I don't, I don't, know, highest, how, I don't yes. know how they would rate it, but it was a lot because she has, when she tours, she travels so much. And then I think all her fans were like, we'll, we'll stop eating meat for like this many times so that you can keep your flying <laughs> patterns going. Oh, <laughs> she literally controls the United States government, I reckon. I reckon she's, she's like, behind the scenes controlling everything. I'll stop driving my car so you can, you can do your tour. Which is, I like mean, if, she, if she said, okay, this is quite, quite like crazy, but if she was like, we need to go and cripple Morgan McDonald. He said something bad about me at coffee club. We need to break his kneecaps. I guarantee you, Morgan, we would not be able to save you. I don't you're, disagree at all. You're lost cause. Yeah, you're I gone, man. <laughs> and Yared, Yared would be leading the judge. <laughs> Yared, Yared just opens it. It's like storming with rain. The door just, you hear the doorbell go off and the door opens and Yared's going to slap the chamber and she's, he's like, I'm sorry, Morgan. <laughs> I have to do it. No, 100%. I believe that would happen. Uh, so, yeah, that's our Super Bowl preview. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get into all the other running stuff, we have to have an Ollie hair and training update. If you're watching the the video version right now, you can see that Ollie has had a big change in the last week. Ollie, you want to give us um, what's going on? What's going on in your life? Um, so I wanted to uh, look like the kid Leroy. Fair but uh, still, still getting there. No, I. So like, it was my birthday. Um, what last week? Yeah, last week. Monday. And uh, I was like, I kind of want to do something fun for my birthday, and I thought it'd be fun like once in my life to like dye my hair. So then I was talking to my hairdresser, and she's like, "Let's dye it gray. Let's do it. Like it'll look, it'll look sick, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So I kind of just went on an impulse and and went and dyed my hair. And I tell you what, and I an impulse blonds, that was that was planned out for like a few weeks. Uh, yeah, because I had to book it. Because <laughs> so, you told me like three weeks before that you're doing so sp- it. Well, spur, of the, spur of the moment, but like the moment was three weeks long. Spur of the moment when I booked it, but then I had to wait for the spur of the moment to actually uh, transition to... Coming to fruition. Pro- yeah, tra- into fruition. Well, 
Yeah. What other colors w- was were? Uh, is that w- gray? It's well, it's light gray, white. Like uh. it's it's apparently this was a massive like fad in the nineties. A lot of celebrities were getting their hair dyed like this, and apparently it only lasts like a couple of weeks, and then it starts going blonde. Like you can't keep it gray natural. Like so unless then, your hair's actually dead, it just doesn't stay this color. So silver fox. Yeah. So I I um <laughs> I look like a toilet brush, but um who said that? Oh, I said that. Wait, why? Because you know, a toilet brush has got the little white little. Thing, yeah. <laughs> why would you choose that? I don't know. I was thinking of something funny and self-deprecating to to do. But um, no, I've got a lot of compliments on it. I think it looks good. Thank you, George. I, I got a lot of compliments on it, and I I wanted to do something fun with my hair, and I thought, well, you know, I've got tattoos, I've got piercings. Like, what could be a fun thing to do? You know, that, what's what's left out there? Yeah, what's left to do uh, to my body to just have like you know just to see what it's like? And I will tell you what, I had a very nice experience in there. Because I'd never been in a barber shop for more or a hairdresser for more than like 25 minutes. So then spending like three and a half hours in there just with all the ladies, just having chats and, three and a half enjoying hours. the vibe. Yeah, it did. Was yeah. it one of those ones that they have like coffee machine and like mm-hmm. I got a, cold, get a beer a cold or something? Brew, sparkling. Oh, no, because I had double, I had to double George. Mm. And I've also been trying to um, cut back on me drinking. So I, I had a cold Very brew, responsible a couple of, of sparkling waters. I was chatting to this lady about her trip to Sweden. And then um, apparently they're going to put me on the uh, the Instagram. I, had, I did a little photo shoot afterwards and they took a couple of photos like, oh, this looks fantastic. Model. We're going to put it on the Did Instagram. you get it for free for that? No. <laughs> no, it still cost me a mozza. But um, no, I felt good about it. I thought it was fun because I, I am contemplating maybe keeping it for a little bit, but I'm also thinking like I've done that in my life. I can tick that box. And then you know. I think what would suit was is an eyebrow piercing with it. Do you have an eyebrow piercing? No, I've I never think got that one. Would, I think that would. I was thinking of haircut. getting the eyebrow slit, like you know when people would do like a little cut through their eyebrow. Oh, you should definitely do that. Yeah, I did that. No, you a did young, that. A younger Morgan. Younger Morgan. I don't know if I could still pull that off. Yeah, but um, that's an update from me. Training's going well. The mm-hmm. uh didn't measure the four hundreds <laughs> correctly yesterday, so. Oh, he was running 50s. He wanted to like, you're going to be nice and controlled. Don't go too fast. You're going to be nice and controlled. And then he doesn't measure the 400 correctly. So then I'm running slower than where I think I should be running. And then I try and push it to run the, the time because I'm thinking, wow, I'm just not fast. And he goes, oh, well, Ollie, it'd be funny. Uh, you're, you're four or five seconds quicker than what you should have done. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Well, then I just failed the workout. How many 400s did you do with it off? All of them. How many is all? Just two. Oh, so you, 600 was on, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But was there a 200 split? No. Well, so they told, Kelsey and Dathan told me, they said, when you, when you, the, you start at late, the fifth one, you start, you go a hundred meters and then you just run a whole lap and then that's 400. They didn't tell me what the 200 split was. So I didn't think about it. I just ran it. I don't think there was a 200 split. No. But and when you, when you Mario, stopped your watch the first time, were you like, that can't be right? I ran, I ran 64 when I was supposed to run 62. And I always, I already thought I was running quicker and I'm like, shit, I, I'm like, I guess I've been doing a lot of threshold, but I felt really good the whole workout. Like I feel really fit. Yeah. I feel pretty strong. And then I go again and I run 62, which was technically a 57, 58. You probably went like 60, 58. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, and I'm in 99s to a mountain spikes. And I'm thinking like, I thought I was good at running. What the? I mean, I know <laughs> I've been injured, but like, really hard. like I'm usually pretty good at this stuff. Like I'm, I'm always going way too quick. I'm always not going the correct pace, but now I'm running the right pace and it feels Difficult, so I had a bit of a. There were there were a lot of cones out last night. Yeah, there were there were cones all around the train. There were more cones out there than in freaking Snoop Dogg's bedroom. There were so many cones. (laughs) 
Like literally I'm walking around. I'm like, I don't know what this measurement is. Like what could it possibly be? Like, is this like the 305 meter measurement or? Yeah, for those at home. So we train on Sundays on the CU indoor track, which is a 300 track, but we do most of our workout or all of our workout generally in lane five and six. And then it makes the measurements really off. Lane six is a bit easier, especially if you're doing Ks because it's like, it's... 333 meters yeah so like to a lap three so laps is like almost exactly okay right yeah it's like real simple if you're doing that but if you're doing other stuff which often we are like 400s 600s etc you can get a little bit confusing in there yeah. and that's what the case was everyone had like different stuff yesterday so there was a lot of as ollie said more cones out there than in snoop dogg's bedroom yeah hell yeah but training's gone great ollie was looking great though <laughs> I tell you what, there was a the Dathan on his social media posted a video with all the boys. The only person missing in that video is Jonas, right? Yeah. Mm. It was pretty cool to see, and it was nice to be a part of it. And Morgan was out there leading, hair frolicking. My hair was frolicking. Yeah, it was so it was true. a good moment to be back with the fellas. And uh, Morg missed the <laughs> missed the outfit. Yeah, yeah we were all wearing the same top. I fucked up pretty bad. And that, the thing is, that's my favorite top. So I, like, <laughs> I, have, I have no excuses. I should have been wearing it, but I just forgot. Everyone else is wearing the same shirt. Honestly, that is the best top that we have for sure for training. It's so nice. So good. Yeah. So good. So yeah. That's my update. Thanks, guys. Nice update. <laughs> uh we're gonna get into some marathon trial stuff. As you guys would have heard, we did an amazing preview of it last week. And then it all went down on Saturday morning. Some some great racing out there. Well, firstly, we did get a lot of messages about something related to this, which we do need to address. And this is uh, citrus mag we we have to i don't i don't want to do this to them but i think we got a lot of messages about them and people were making fun of them and it relates to us so there are a couple of things firstly taking a step back from the marathon trials talk they did when i say they on the chris chavez podcast i don't know if that's what it's called he interviewed Chiki chavez <laughs> Chiki chavez chats he's gonna he's gonna use that Chiki chavez chats that is really good but he did, last week he did Cole and Cooper, little double bubble trouble. Mm. They are Milrose, double bubble trouble, Milrose preview. And he did a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire-based trivia game with them. What? That sounds, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not saying that we invented <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Because we, we did it. But we, we did, did invent <laughs> Who Wants to Be a BU Millionaire. <laughs> so it was just, we got a lot of people saying, what is this going on? Cause I think the timing of it, well, this is my thing. The timing of it, Come on. Like one week after we did it, <laughs> ours was for a BU race. This one was for a race in New York. It's just like, I don't, I don't, I love the idea of doing the like trivia based games to get you hyped up for a meet, but come on. Well, where is Christians? Were they good? I didn't listen. No, neither did I. <laughs> well, I, I <laughs> but he was giving out real money though. Ten, oh. $10 per correct answer. That's pretty good then. For, so for, I guess for he won up, he won up us in that. Yeah, way. I know. Well, the, he's got the money, <laughs> but uh, look at it, looking at it this way though. Just, just I'm just trying to not defend Cheeky Chavez, but could he have recorded that weeks before and then maybe dropped it later? Like when was when would the time frame be? Because it I is very, very coincidental. It was a week after he, when we did our. He could have, but I don't think he did. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think, I think it was pretty okay. It's pretty self-explanatory that I don't uh, know. where you got the idea from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it is just, a, if it is just a massive coincidence. It could, yeah. And maybe we somehow stole the idea from him. He mm. did it first and then like through the airwaves, like yeah. it subconscious got implanted. We, we, we're doing in the inception on Chris Chavez when he's asleep in New York. We're just, me, Morgan and Georgia, just diving in 
trying to get those uh those ideas yeah so we're not going to say anything because we do love our friends over at citrus mag but just it's, it was just noted we're just going <laughs> to note it it, it happened it, it was, happened it was noted um and then the other thing which i know like this is not their fault at all because this was all set up by hoka but uh, people were giving them crap as well and this is what relates to the marathon trials is that their podcast was very coffee themed which everything i think that hoka did at the trials was coffee themed mm. but like their podcast was like how i wonder if that was if hoka had taken that from us serving coffee yeah <laughs> well because yeah they did so not everyone would know this but at a few events such as the pen relays like we have served coffee as a team as a way to interact with fans and then hoka did that with their pro athletes as well which i mean i'm not gonna I mean, if, you, if you're trying to promote good fan engagement with your athletes, it's good for the sport, regardless yeah. of like copying an idea or whatever. Like if you're trying to interact with a fan base, you're giving out a product that they're enjoying and people are actually having a good time and, they, and they're enjoying that experience. They love coffee. They love coffee. Yeah. Good for the sport. However, it looked like a lot of we good did it engagement. first. We did it first. <laughs> you guys remember that. You, our loyal fans, you remember Coffee Club did it first. So it's like the SpongeBob, uh, not SpongeBob, the Simpsons uh, South Park thing. Simpsons did it first. Coffee Club did it first. Hoka, watch out. Yeah. Just watch yourself, okay? Again. Or Hoka, whatever the people Again, call Again, noted. Noted. Just noted. Just noted. Just, just put that down in the notes. So, yeah, just a bit of, just, you know, no beef. Just just wanted to clear the air there. But moving on to the actual race, it was, it was some, I mean, I didn't actually get to watch the whole race. I know George did, but Ollie and I watched probably the first, like, 30 or, I think, 40 minutes of the men's race, 20 minutes of the women's race, and then we had to go out and run. So unfortunately, we didn't get to see the finish, but the one, two, three was Mance Young and Lenny Career on the men's side, and then on the women's side, big debut Fiona O'Keefe, Emily Sisson, and then Dakota Lindworm. I think that's the correct pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Coming through with a big, uh, kind of a big upset on that side to round out that three. So congratulations to all those athletes. So amazing to see. Um, what do we think, boys? Do we? Do you guys remember predictions and stuff? I have them down in the notes. I remember that, unfortunately, um, Molly Sardell, um, or Molly Sardellaware, as I like to call her now. <laughs> I think we uh, all picked her. I picked her to be top three. I mean, you know, Olympic bronze medalist, great racer, been a good marathon. You know, it's, it sucks not to see her be able to toe the line. Hopefully, she's got a speedy recovery. Yeah, she put out, like, the week. Yeah, the a few week. Days before, I think we've I already think. put our picks in. Um, and then... Uh, Galen, Galen, Galen Rupp. I think we well, all we all picked Forbes. I think and burrito, Forbes. burrito yeah. man. Scott Fable. Yeah, yeah. No one picked she, Rupp. No one picked Rupp. I no. sort of did, but then I kind of backed out. Oh, yeah. okay. I remember what we talked about Rupp in some way. We did. Um, or as I like to call him, Galen Rupture. But with yeah, Scott Fable, not um. Unfortunately, he had a stomach issue at mile nine, I think. Yeah, that was a big upset for all of us. Yeah. He had to pull out. Similar to what was going on with him in Berlin, I think he had some yeah stomach stuff yeah, that he's thrown up. Hopefully, he's doing okay. I mean, that's not an ideally, like, if it's injury or something like that, sucks. But when it comes to a stomach issue, I can imagine he's very disappointed in that. So, yeah. Sucks. We all picked Mance. Ants, Pants, Mance. And then... That was a pretty solid pick. I feel like that was... Very mm. good. He's, he's very consistent. I mean, yes. I, I can't remember... Exactly his times for all his marathons. I know he blew up in one of them. Boston. In Boston. He went out really hard. And he still actually ran like a decent time, mm. even though mm. he blew up. I think he was on record for running like something crazy. And yeah. then he just, yeah. Right. So we all picked him. And then I think I was the only one to pick Clayton Young. Clayton Old. Yeah. Clayton Old. <laughs> who, that there was a big deal online about people under. Yeah. Like, okay. I have a, I have a bit of a problem with this. Tell me. 
Well, I didn't pick him. Give us the T. George. I was pretty. I mean, I was pretty. I was. I assumed he was in pretty similar fitness to Connor. I think they just do everything together. But I have just flashbacks of him at BYU in the in the big NAU BYU era, and he was just the instigator of all the BYU beef. Was he really? Yeah. I thought it was someone else. I thought it, that it was, was him Clayton. And, it was Schwab. him and like Rory. No, there was another Clayton who like was really aggressive on Twitter. Oh, Shumway, yeah. That's who I thought it was. But, I mean, Clayton Young definitely did not hold back. There was, and look, great marathoner. Have you made the team? <laughs> but, yeah, what's but your, give us the tea, George. What are you trying to say? There was this, dude, I'm, the regional, regional cross one year, we like starting opposite ends like boxes like NAU's down one end BYU's way down the other end this gun goes and like it's regionals everyone's like it's pretty chill he sprints the first 100 meters cuts the entire field off and just runs in front of the team and then just slows down and backs into our team respect I mean that's just a tactical like move that's a tactical move that's a yeah. great move mostly he would just try and get in our heads the whole time yeah. And while he was at, B- at BYU, we well, never, yeah, I think it worked. <laughs> no, we we never lost to him once. Well, yeah, I guess once he I once guess, he left. I guess you guys were able to handle it, but you know, it still popped in your head. I imagine, but exactly. I so think, is that why you didn't pick him? Is that is that why <laughs> personal personal personal, personal beef? Hundred percent. Yeah, like I like I was. I thought he'd make the team, but I wasn't going to pick him. <laughs> classic, classic. Well, but also, but the underdog thing. I've I I feel like he made it his whole personality. For the no, whole weekend. No, no, but it was it was almost backwards. This is a bit of a what came first, the chicken or the egg. Yeah. He I think from what I saw in interviews He's wearing glasses. He saw that like no one picked him in the top three. Like even on Citrus Mag, only one of them I think picked him. And I think they only picked him off, like not initially. I think he saw that and then he I think word for word he said, It seems like no one's picking me. So even though like it doesn't make sense because I have the second fastest time, I, I'm coming in with an underdog mentality. And then I never saw anything else about him all weekend <laughs> apart from yeah. something about it being an underdog. Yeah. <laughs> that was his whole thing for the whole weekend. But he was because no one picked him. Right. I do way. like it how bully he was <laughs> just wearing sunglasses in the uh in, in the, the interviewing team. process. It looked good in them. I mean, yeah. I, I actually think he could have won that race pretty I th- easily. I think he could have won he, it. He, he, looked, let, he looked the best. He looked like he... You think so? I, I think he looked... It looked like he, he let Mance win. He did. He, like, waved him ahead. Man, was Mance, like... Hurting. But the thing is, it's hard to tell Mance's form. Yeah. As well. He, he, always he looks like he's hurting from mile three. So... I thought they were going to, like, hands... like Whole head, hands together. Like some kumbaya yeah, shit. Some, I mean, they could split the money if they wanted to. Oh, I reckon they did. I reckon they so? had a... I reckon they had a little... What's the combined total of that? Oh, it's a shitload. Yeah, yeah, but what is it? 80 plus like 60, 70? maybe? I think it's more than 60. 80 plus 70? Something like that. I think like the second is really good. Yeah, so 150. I reckon they would. They said before, like, all right, if we're going... 75 each, that's pretty good. Like, if we're coming it? down the so straight see, together. I didn't see it. Was it like... Was it like Lance? I almost called him Lance. <laughs> was Lance pretty like Lance locked old. in? <laughs> locked in and just like sprinting and Clayton was more like chilling type. I think that- they were both, well, Clayton was different. He was like weaving off to the side to like high five people. Oh, like celebrating. But they were just next to each other and then with like 20 meters to go, Clayton just slows down and waves him through. Interesting. I thought I, they were going to cross the line together. I know. I think Clayton probably looks at Mance as like he's he's better than me. I saw I saw some people saying that Mance was... I don't know who was saying this. If this, it might have been literally Clayton saying this, or someone else saying that they think that Mance was like actually pretty still within himself in the trials. Mm. I mean, I'd still believe it. It's hard because yeah. it's always did, hard to tell with Mance. He did lose a bottle early on in the bottle <laughs> drop, did. and we I tell you what, that. the commentary and everyone around it doing the U.S. Olympic trials were making an absolute field day of it. It's like, oh, he's 
He missed the bottle, missed the bottle. And they all talking the about world. it for about 20 minutes. And I look over and he's literally been given a bottle by his teammate. Yeah, I think Clayton. Clayton, Nolt, Clayton right? So he, got his, he technically got a bottle. He got something. Wait, it was just funny because he almost ran backwards and got it. Yeah. And this was well, some, some guy stopped. Dude, some some dude guy stopped. Go and get it, but he realized that he can't. Some, and he picks it up and gives it to Connor. Then it's a DQ, I think. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. It, it has, has to be a teammate. It has to be a teammate. No, I don't think that's true. There, that's no, not true. There is no such thing as teammates. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah. I think you can share your bottle, but I don't, I don't think uh, you can pick up someone else's bottle and give it to them. Maybe that's what it is. Because I was, I was trying to do, like think of the logic behind it, thinking like, why can't he just pick it up? That makes more sense. If it, if they have it, they can share it. Makes sense. Yeah, so. I mean, sick races by them. I almost picked yeah. Clayton Young for like the opposite. I almost picked, like, I mean, second seed, so like a pretty, not like exciting pick but also i had an emotional reason to pick him because he speaks spanish really well and that makes me like him mm. because i went out to he dinner does. i went out to dinner with him and carlos uh, at drake relays back in 2021 and you know how carlos is if he if someone else is speaking spanish carlos just wants to yeah. s- he, speak he's spanish. all over it he's he doesn't, all over he doesn't it. care that you don't understand and then he started <laughs> speaking spanish and i was like wow this is amazing and he was a really nice guy there so yeah, that's the thing. He's a super nice guy. It's really so, annoying. That's like all the BYU <laughs> it's like people all know, of isn't them. it? Like, they're they're so all so nice. nice. It's annoying. <laughs> that's like the, yeah. that's like the. I feel like that a bit about the Stanford people as well. I want to hate on Stanford, but then they're just like super nice, super nice, super good looking, yeah. really good at everything. But huge props to Zach Panning for like. Yeah, I I, them I was for hoping for here top three <laughs> performance from him just because of like the way he raced it. But you know, good for him. Hopefully, uh, shit, those last few miles must have been hard. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, he was running quick, 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 getting the pace down. And then, yeah, we got to be a big shout out to Lenny Career. Yeah. Fourth last time. Uh, he's just... What a, what a, what a career, uh, career win. <laughs> <laughs> a career performance. What a career performance from Lenny Career. From Lenny. He, he, he's been grinding away like for so long now at, at such a high level. I think his debut marathon was like mm. just under two. Mm. Eight. Like he's, he's so talented. He was in the NCAA like quite a long time ago, coached by Gavin Kennedy, yeah. who was our assistant coach. So we've heard a lot about the amazing things he was doing at Iona. So yeah. Shout out to Gavin. Yeah. I mean, honestly, out of all the performances I've seen on social media, his is by far the best. Like the way, just the way he's crossing the line. It's just, just well, it's dramatic. It, yeah, the so emotion dramatic. in it, it's just unreal. So good. That's what it's about, you know. Did you guys see um, CJ Albertson's post-race interview? It's really sad because he, I think he closed really fast. Um, I don't know if it was the fastest last mile, but he was like closing on everyone. And then I think he only missed out on third in the end by 10 seconds. 10 seconds. And so, I mean, he was, the way he was talking about it was just like so emotional because like he was at a point in those last few miles where he was kind of out of it. Like he didn't really, he wasn't really aware what was going on. And then he was just like going for it. And then I think he like was realizing like, shit, I just missed the Olympics by only 10 seconds. And like, I actually felt really good today. So yeah. it was it was hopefully good fuel for the fire and future races. Yeah, I think he's I still been, young. He would have been a cool one to see on the team. Just for like how ridiculous his like <laughs> the training and the stuff he does. Like people don't do that. Mm. No one else no one else runs two eleven twice in like six days. No. There was was it him that they were showing on the broadcast that was training in the room with all the yeah. the red lights? Yeah. Do you think that's healthy? <laughs> all that know. radiation? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Morgan, know. when Maybe you train for the marathon, I'm putting you in that room and I'm calling it the chicken coop. And chicken you're going to be freaking training there. But that's funny because that's what they were. They were chicken heating lamps, yeah. I think. Yeah, <laughs> like that's I what it was. That's were. what it was, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, a, that was so good. Uh, but, yeah, as always, an amazing race on the men's side as well as the women's. It's, I guess, more upsets on the women's side. Mm, 100% yeah uh, when you have someone debut in 
was it 22210 or something? So fast. If you want to keep coming through. Yeah. And it was cool to see, um, I mean, we got to, it was kind of crazy just like how different things play out from how you expect. Like some of the top people, like unfortunately, Kira D'Amato, who I think maybe you picked. I think we, I picked, yeah. Um, didn't come through. But it's like I was reading the interviews for, with uh, Alistair Craig, her coach. Fiona's coach that is and he was like yeah she actually like didn't even do like any crazy workouts or anything just had like consistent mm. uh training but he also said if you just like what based on what he knows about her as an athlete like she's like just so suited for the marathon so he's not surprised by it also like that's the greatest thing about those trials i reckon is that people can have that day have that moment you know and fully take advantage of it and fiona Ortiz definitely did that <laughs> um it's pretty amazing to watch. I, that's the stuff that I love to watch is those kind of stories, those upsets. Do you have a nickname for Emily Sisson? Emily Scissors. Emily Scissors. Yeah. Good to see her get it done after. Yeah. Consistent. Um, struggled a bit in the trials last time. Yeah. Looked very controlled. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing runner. And then Dakota Linworm from, is she trained in Minnesota? Is mm-hmm. that the one? I think, I think Joe said she lives like 10 or 20 minutes from him. And I think Excuse he said me? she he saw her a bunch over Christmas or something just out on the trails. That was her. Because she runs a million miles ran a big uh yeah like 130 miles a week yeah. on that japanese training but that was a big upset as well coming through for third so congrats to her yeah i know that was a p i think that was a big pb for her no i think so i think so yeah so i mean it was a quick it was a quick race it was not slow the women when they started they just kept going they just went for it i think they went out awesome. pretty hard yeah running fast in those conditions sounds so hard yeah mm-hmm. but it was like it, 80 Five percent humidity or something. It'd definitely be good for and them full sun. to get a good understanding of what that feels like for Paris because I think Paris is going to probably be similar conditions, even hotter or even humid. worse. Yeah, yeah, and on a very very hilly course. Yeah, the course apparently is not forgiving, so it'll be interesting to see how the Americans play out because I think out of all the countries, we were talking about it the other day at practice with Joe. He was like talking about like why don't the UK do marathon trials, and I'm thinking like the depth of the US marathon is kind of insane compared to other countries like so many amazing and talented marath- marathon runners can have incredible races in new york in boston um chicago blah 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 whatever those majors are but you only get three and a lot of other countries maybe only have two or three people that can actually run that time or run to that standard so it's pretty i think that's what's uniquely special about the uh u.s olympic marathon trials is that you have that kind of race and set up to really enjoy watch these uh amazing athletes compete in one of the hardest events you can do in running so well we should also mention i forgot i think lenny career is technically not yet qualified yes mm. so I think he, it looks I think like he has a good chance based on rankings this is this is from Klexmex. i think 13 people have to pass him in ranking for him to not get into the to not make the team for the ranking he hasn't got the time correct mm-hmm. so that's i think 13 people have to pass him um before may or if some if any american goes and run any American that aren't Connor and Clayton go and run 208 between now and May, he would also make That's it. such a weird concept. There's no mm, way it yeah. stays like that because that just makes no sense. Like if someone goes to, well, I guess Boston wouldn't, Boston never counts for anything. So Does it not even count for a qualifier? I don't uh, think so. But London's in April. So if someone went and ran good at London. So Scott like, Fable could technically go, maybe run the time and then get on the team? No, no, no he, he, would would let, he, would let, he would get Lenny on the team. Oh, he'd, really? He'd be securing a third spot, automatic oh. spot. Isn't that crazy? In the trials. So he wouldn't get the spot. He would give the spot to Lenny yeah. by running his own time. That's so that's insane. why if if Connor and Clayton didn't get top two, but they had unlocked the top two spots, like two, they would have just been gifting two people. That's this, so weird how yeah. that works. Like someone else could have like, say it was like a jog fest. Someone <laughs> could have like ran 220 and taken their 
spot, like if they had won in 220 for, for whatever reason. Yeah, like those spots didn't belong to Connor and Clayton, even though they had run them. Right. Very weird. That's which so weird. Which sounds strange. <laughs> but so it's a kind of a good thing they went one two because they're like deserving of it. Yeah, 100%. Well, Obviously. yeah, it, it had the best outcome in that situation. Yeah. For sure. So that's our marathon trials review. Some amazing races. Is there anything else to touch on from it? Some cool scenes from out there. I liked seeing uh, Abdi yeah. get after it. The, the old man. Did you see? There was on No Context posted him having a beer. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> when he dropped. I'm not sure when he dropped out, but. At some point, he dropped out, and then he was cheering on with a beer. So that's good to awesome. See those types of I, was, I thought he was like trying to give it to someone. It did look my, like it my well. favorite. My favorite tweet, and I shout out. I shout out Jonathan Goldblatter um, for this tweet was on Porch Limo, saying how many times is this dude going to touch his face? I'm going to bet over under 200. And yeah. just watching Porch Limo go through, like he has one of like as a runner, like watching him run, it's like beautiful. He like such a beautiful style. Um, when he runs, but like he's literally just always touching his forehead when he's running. I'm like, dude, you're running a marathon. Like this, I know you wear a headband. Like you're touching your head all the time. That's got to like, so surely the energy wise, you're just going to like deplete it by just moving your head up higher than usual. Oh yeah. We didn't even touch on Porch Limo either. Who, what did, what did he, did he finish or did he drop out? No. I don't know how far he made it. No, he, even even when Ollie and I stopped watching, he was already like 15 seconds back from the leaders. Yeah. I'm like, if you're going to do the marathon trials, I feel like you just run with the front until you die. Yeah, Maybe that's easier said than done. I think <laughs> that's why there are, there are always a lot of DNFs. Yeah, it makes sense. I think we talked about that a bit yeah, last week. Yeah, we did. But yeah, I mean, so I guess we'll see him uh, on the track. Yeah, he'll be at the, uh, I'm sure he's going to be doing the 10K, yeah. running against uh, the five Joe. As well. and, and the five, yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. So, some other big news this past week, Mr. Jakob Ingebrigtsen. Jingy. He's uh, he's pregnant. Yeah, he's able, he's, he's pushing out a baby. <laughs> good on him. Maybe that's what all the speculation was about. He was just hiding the pregnancy uh, rumors. Yeah, he could be. By, from his injury. But no, congratulations, Jingy. I'm sure you've been listening ever since you've been on our podcast. Um, we're very, very happy and proud of you. And I think I got a good name suggestion for your a son. Baby? Yeah. Or, or, if or, or if it's not a girl. If it's not a boy, sorry. Yeah. What is it? Go. Uh, Angus. Angus. <laughs> then it, Very then original. he'd be what? Ang- Angie. Angie Ingerbison. Angie. Angie. Kind of works. Yeah. You got to replace the eye. Now, what's his wife's name? Sorry, Elizabeth? Elizabeth, yeah. C- congratulations. Congratulations, Elizabeth. Two. Yeah. Also, we we talked about how he snapped his Achilles last week. Did not snap his Achilles. <laughs> There's been some clarification. I Someone finally worked out how to translate Norwegian <laughs> <laughs> to English in the past week. wasn't a snap. It was some in the sheath inflammation I guess or something something that's just like painful I suppose and start limiting his running and then also there were some more exciting updates between just I don't know why it's happening right now but every week there's a new article either coming out from him and then there's also one often coming out from either Josh Kerr or Jake Whiteman this is like <laughs> this back and forth happening right now and <laughs> I think um, uh. the funniest quotes from the most recent one was just him just 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 as he does, just doubling down. Like he, he could Jake Weidman and Josh Kirst tend to take like the standpoint of like, yeah, this guy shouldn't be so cocky. Like that's what's that's what's his biggest weakness is, is his cockiness and it's shown like we beat him in the last two world champs and then he would just double down. down. <laughs> he doubled down. he said he said gets cockier. He said that he would win those races ninety eight 
eight times out of a hundred. That's what he said. And just two of the times they didn't win was the past world champs. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like a celebrity divorce. You know when like celebrity divorces and they make statements from their lawyers about like all this random shit that like probably isn't true but could be true. Yeah. It sounds like Jakob and Jake and uh, Josh are going through some sort of divorce right now and they've just they're just throwing it at each other. But I do love the ninety-eight out of a hundred. It's so good, bro. Yeah. It's the two times that the possibility of the two times it happening then it happens oh yeah he's um <laughs> so good he's just so doubling funny. down just saying yeah. how i respect it is. i respect it he's gonna die on that hill i respect it he will i he respect was, it Jakob. he was saying how um he was just saying he he said like i mean this could all be translation errors as well but he said it was silly that like josh Kerr was trying to do psychological warfare with him. <laughs> 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 we should get back we should get Jingy back on the pod so he can clarify all this for us I think yeah. I think the fans need to know yeah what do you say about Josh's influencing he's in, did he comment on it he said oh something. yeah he said he well he's he said something about how I, how many followers does he have he has a lot like who Josh or no uh, Jakob I think he's almost got half a million he said I, he said if he wanted to he could have 10 million but he chooses to focus on running did he say 10 million yes he did <laughs> He said if he wanted to be an influencer, oh he, he would have 10 million followers, but he chooses to focus on the running. And then the other thing, which I don't know, this is some form of translation error, but he was, he did say something about how he's like three seconds quicker than everyone else in the event. And so like when they beat him or when they're like within three seconds of him, there's like some reason, like there's something going on with him, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to clarify that, watch the uh, pre-final and see how close Yarrod is to to Jakob in in that situation. It just means Jakob really underperformed that day. Yeah, he should have run three. He should, he should have broken the world record easily. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Give me more. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good, eh? I'm happy that he didn't snap. So his entertaining. Me too. He's he's such an entertainer. Honestly, George, like you always say, man, good for the sport. Yeah, he is good for the sport. So good old good old Jakob doing Jakob things. Keep it, <laughs> Keep it going. Just making it going to be even more exciting when he does eventually return to racing. Um, but speaking of racing. I was finally going to get a chance to race against him, maybe, at indoors. Oh, yeah. He won't be doing it. Maybe he'll go back to the steeple this year. <laughs> oh, know, yeah. He did do the steeple early on, didn't he? He's first world champs. Yeah. He was racing the steeple in 2017. Maybe. I mean, I think he did. I think he said he wants to break every world record. And I think when he said that, he was including the steeple. steeple yeah. <laughs> I guess he has to do I think he probably first. thinks, like, no offense to the steeple chasers out there, but I think he thinks the steeple is the easiest world record to break, probably in his mind. Compared to 1500, 5K, 10K, he probably thinks like, I'll leave the steeple last because it's the easiest. Possibly. Possibly. I could see why he would think like that because I think he just thinks he can. But then I think he forgets well. that there's actually hurdling involved. <laughs> it's actually fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of racing, the New Balance Grand Prix went down at the track. New Balance's new track. Really exciting, creative name. Uh, <laughs> I forgot it was even on. I didn't even know it was on. Yeah, it was kind of weird timing because it was the day after the yeah Olympic. Also, they, I don't marathon. think they did they put like publicize it well. Like, did they post on social media about it? Yeah. I did not. I think see it just got overshadowed, possibly. Yeah. And nah. it's just like it was. I mean, in our small bubble, it was not a big thing because it is happening. Like, I mean, we were thinking about BU last week, and now we're like then since that we've already been thinking about Milrose. So mm -hmm. I kind of forgot it was happening as well for that reason. But there was a sweet fifteen hundred where Hobbs Tesla and Jake Whitecastle. We're going head-to-head -head along with some other good runners, but mm. uh, those two came first and second. and Quite quite ahead of the rest of the field, I think. Uh, Craig Wright-Angles and yeah, Sam, yeah. Sam um, 
Sam Praline. Pringles. Praline? Pringles. Sam Pringles. Um, were three thirty seven ish. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so like, Hobbs still good runs for them. Still good runs for them. Good openers, but like Hobbs, Tesla. You looked amazing. He's been climbing. He's been climbing these past few months. He's he's looking strong, and good to see White Castle back. Jake's had a long road to recovery for him. I, I yeah. imagine it's been hard sitting on the sidelines, being a world champ, and it's good to see him back. He crushed the last two hundred and twenty six. Yeah, three four. Real, real so strong. he's three thirty four zero first race back is. It's, it's very good. good. No, nah, well, yeah, Jake's, Jake's fucking good. So it's good to see him back, and I'm sure I'm hoping I'm hoping he'll have a little cheek for little, little chats and things get get everyone rolled up because the 1500 at the moment he's there's hitting, a lot of chat going on. He's hitting down, down under, under for yeah. the rest of the. He's doing the Murray Plant meet, which will be fun for him. He might I, be doing another one there as well. Yeah, he'll, I think there's Sydney Track Classic as well. I. Should, I probably will get corrected about this, but I think there's two meets that are on around that time frame that he'd be down there. He'd um, be down there with Sam, Tim Tina. Yeah, with Sam Tina. He's he's running the Aussie season instead of the yeah. European season this year. Yeah. There'll be good some good races down there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Murray Plant meet was unreal last year. Hopefully they uh, hype it up again this year. Mm-hmm. Get get some good. Yeah, no, they have some really good athletes there. Mm-hmm. It'd be sick. And um, I mean, the, the 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 crowd won't be as big as as last year because you know I'm not, I'm not there. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It would be great. It's good. They got some really good athletes performing. And uh, if you're in Australia and you're in Melbourne area, please go watch. Please go support our athletes and our international athletes as well. Yeah. Uh, also, Hobbs, man, I forget that that kid is only 20. Like I feel like he's been a pro for like five years, which I know is not the case. But when you see someone, you know, go pro straight out of high school so young you forget how young they are for the next few years because it's just not what not, not what you're used to seeing and so just to see someone doing it as successfully as he is currently doing it is amazing to see like it's so hard to once you get to that level just continue to progress nicely and it looks like he's doing doing that so that is very exciting mm. coming into outdoors especially with how good the american 1500 is mm. this year and it looks like he's just going to continue growing as an athlete only 20 years old apparently so <laughs> apparently <laughs> i don't yeah. know if i believe it he's hiding his birth certificate i don't know if i believe it but yeah. he's uh yeah running 333 first well, i don't know if it's his first race but indoors at this time of year people didn't i mean i guess people have kind of uh, like run quick miles indoors but like people didn't used to run quick 1500s indoors i don't think like no i mean i, I remember when i ran 332 indoors that was like massive news for weeks they also just weren't like they just normally were miles so yeah and I think it's easier to adjust. Like I think when you run a mile indoors, I think it's just more. It makes more sense, I guess, because we we do indoor NCAA's and that's mile, you know. So like for us, it's like when you run a fifteen hundred, it's a bit weird because you start in a different area. It's like weird amount of laps. Do you know what he's that time converts to for a mile, like performance like 333, wise? Probably like three forty. I don't think it's under three fifty. Really? No, I think that's kind of what you go through. Oh. To, to run, run to run three forty seven, but like performance wise, maybe it's around. I don't know. Uh, well, I would say it's got to uh, be around three fifty because he was just he just missed Yarod's American record, which was on route on to route a three forty seven mile. Yeah, I would love to see um, <clears throat> NAU heartthrob Nico Young against Hobbs Tesla, Tesla. in a in a in a mile at NAU altitude. <laughs> I'd love to see that. I don't think that's very fair on Hobbs. <laughs> well, I mean, doesn't Hobbs live up there? Sometimes. A little bit. Yeah, well, I don't see what's wrong with that. <laughs> they could do one up there and then they do one at sea level. And then That'd we convert. a good way to do it. Yeah. And, then and then one what's, at what's the decider? Then one, one yeah. at Boulder and we'll host it. One Coffee Club Donna. presents Tesla versus Young. Let's put that on. Yeah. 
Let's make that happen. Tickets, $10,000 per entry. <laughs> 10000 I like it. All proceeds go directly to Gu- the Gus Foundation, which is pretty much just buying us a new house. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. Thanks, guys. You're so kind. Yeah. Uh, massive congrats to Jess Hallset and the Oceana yeah. record, 824. Pretty mind-blowing time for the 3K. And so good to see Ellie Saint-Pierre, 825, second place. Mm. Damn, she came back I quick don't know after if having a baby. With a French accent, actually. Well, speaking of <laughs> pronouncing that with a French accent, I want to know how Ollie feels about the commentary on this race. Well, shout out to Jeff. What was his name? Tracklandia. Jeff M- M- Merrill. Merrill. Yeah. Big upgrade to the. Uh, congrats on the new gig. I love that guy. Normally, I think he does like the sound running commentary. Okay. But he was on NBC. That is so. Huge. Big glow up. He was good, good guy. He was throwing. I don't know if this was like on the fly. He loves to say funny stuff. He he was calling her ESP. How ESP. do you feel about that nickname, guy? Oh, that's kind of cool. ESP. That was his. I don't know if he was like, if he just made that up on the spot or ESP. I was and the first time he was, what the hell's he talking about? I was like, oh, L Saint Pierre. ESP is. I like ESP him. is nice. I'm sure that uh, maybe her husband. Has already coined that nickname or her family, but ESP. What do you mean? Well, I mean, they... <laughs> like, you think that exists? You think he didn't just make that up? No, he could have I'm made sure it up, but I'm sure, <laughs> like, he's, the, her, her family and her husband have thought of nicknames for her and ESP, like, surely came to mind when they're, like, looking at initials and shit. Maybe because just, maybe because CPT was racing, right? Well, CPT works, but also even closer to home, this is a slight throwback. There was a UFC wrestler, or well, I don't know why I said wrestler, UFC fighter, is that also not correct to say? Because is the F stand for fighting? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He's Moving on. What was his name? George St. Pierre. And they would call him GSP. GSP. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's that name. Maybe it's from that. Yeah, it like, could be a, a little UFC reference. Mm. That's, that's very niche. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like CPT works because his last name is literally unpronounceable. <laughs> it's like Charles, Charles Pibido de Tibido. Yeah. You can only say that if you're- already calling him Charles CPT. Yeah. And well, so CPT is stuck. I don't know if ESP is going to stick. Well, my name for her is El P- uh, Pier. You know Pier? Like when you go to the Pier? El Pier. El Pier. 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 Yeah. I feel like you've had... Have we Have we not had a nickname for her previously? Well, her and Jess Hull have the similar kind of vibe because Jess Hull could also be like the hull of a boat. So I'm trying to think of something to do with that. And then also Pier, you know, you go down to the Pier, <laughs> have a beer. I like that. I like it when they're, they're all maritime mm. themed. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to think about, think about it. it. But it, I mean, coming back from having a bar, back amazing. to crushing it, amazing. Great job. Almost broke the American record. Yeah. It's good to see her back because she's, Nick, a, she's a fun runner to watch. <laughs> she's a fun runner to watch. So it's good to see her back and, and crushing it. So nice job. Yeah. Sick. And then I don't think we'll touch on the other ones too much, but there were some other great performances from this meet, such as Germa. There's one thing I do want to talk about. AROP. It's not to do with our events. Okay. What is it? Noah Lyles. <laughs> I need to talk about this. So, very amazing sprinter. Amazing sprinter. He's got a documentary coming out. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. He said something post-race interview that I'm trying to wrap my head around. And I, I, I'm tr- I, maybe I'm not very versed in the other events in sprinting. He said he wants to win four Olympic gold medals. That's his goal. Because he won three last medals last year or whatever. But if he doesn't win four Olympic gold medals, he's he going to break three world records instead. Like and I'm thinking, but, but I'm thinking like, what other records can he break from the 100, or sorry, races can he win from the 100, 200, 
four by one hundred. What is the fourth one? He's not in the four by four, is he? There's no four by two hundred. Give me the four by four. Is he trying to get on the four by four? He's probably trying to get in the four by four. What about a long jump? Oh, true. He could be doing. I don't the know if Don't the US win the four by four by so much that they could just put him on and he's like put him in the mix four by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, the mix. that's too easy. Oh yeah, true. The US wins that one by too much. I mean, he got me a bit excited because I thought, shit, are they putting a DMR? He maybe could do the four hundred <laughs> in the DMR. It's interesting, like, your head went there. Well, my head went DMR. there because I'm <laughs> no thinking way. the four by four. Maybe he won't get the call up because there's surely four guys. He said he wants four gold medals. Yeah. Surely there's four guys faster than him, him in the 400. He didn't clarify no. what those four events he said were. He, he said he wants to win four gold medals at the Olympics or break three world records. And I love that he's going back to the world records if he doesn't win the Olympics in four races. Yeah, I so, have no idea what that could mean. Yeah, so I'm confused. Um, I mean, anybody that's track fans or fans of Noah Lyles, if you know what he's getting there, could you dissect it and just comment below on our video so we know? Because I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head. Is he debuting? Because I got a great tweet from Kyle Membrane. He commented on one of the posts when he from the interview, and he said, "I don't know. Jakob's got a good last hundred, <laughs> suggesting that Noah Lyles would run the fifteen hundred to get his fourth gold." Maybe, maybe he's jumping some events. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I thought Fred Curley would be the one to jump up, not Noah Lyles, but here we are. I'm, I'm definitely Team Fred at the moment. Oh, I'm always Team Fred. I don't love a lot of what Noah's been saying. Oh, I just, he just does like weird shit. I Earlier, think he tries. I think real. he tries too hard. Personally, I think Fred has his like. Day before the Fred has his thing, you know. Did you see the day before the marathon? He apparently he was I don't know Twitter. No, I saw this. He said something about like, wow, this prize money is amazing or something. He said he said, What the hell? We only get ten thousand dollars for being Americans like the America's fastest man. Yeah, and then it's like they're different things. Wait, someone asked him who asked him for his trials picks? Uh then I Was think it Citrus? Cit- Citrus Mac did. Replied like asking him for his trials picks. And like I get it if he if he doesn't want to follow Distance running doesn't have to, and he can just. But so they asked him for his picks, and you know you could easily just like click on Citrus Mag and like pick whatever their top three are. Mm. Pick the top three fast guys doesn't matter. But he like made an effort to say that he he didn't want to follow anyone and he didn't really care. (laughs) Like you only you only tweet that you if you want people to know that you don't care. Mm. That's why we love Fred Curley. So Fred and and the one (laughs) thing I do love about Fred is like I'm not saying Noah is disrespecting any other event I'm definitely not trying to insinuate that but I think Fred does respect other events because he talks about like the steep point like I love the way Fred looks at track and field because I think he's a lover of track and field in that way so that's why I love Fred Noah great for the sport in in other ways like incredible athlete runs is a very very good showman when he's on the track my up and coming favorite guy is Arian Knighton though I'm looking forward to seeing him run. I know we're talking about sprinting now a bit too much. But uh, yeah, I didn't understand his comment with that. So maybe we'll find out if he's if he's joining the 1500, Noah Lyles. Maybe. Yeah. Dude, you go on his Instagram, he's got some some sus stuff on there. <laughs> <laughs> Just some real cringe. Uh, From one well, man to another, some real cringe stuff. On I would Instagram. love, I would love to like if we could somehow. I'll talk to Gus and see if we can get him on the podcast, and we should just ask him all distance questions until he hangs up. <laughs> just like, just to see if he, uh, if he can, if we can get him to love distance running the way we love it. You know, let's see yeah, if we I can convert Noah Lyons. I don't into the care love. if he likes it or not, but just you don't have to be a douchebag. Yeah. about it. But if you don't. He, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna love it. We're gonna make him love it. He's gonna love distance running. Yeah. So turn him into a fan. Yeah, that was the yeah he won the sixty. Yeah, he balanced Grand Prix. Yeah, Alia Segei ran uh, three fifty eight as well in the women's fifteen hundred. Yeah, so it's just like another World Tour gold indoor meet where there's just like some great performances and then 
I don't know. It wasn't like the deepest, deepest events, I guess, but it was another another great meet, so that was cool. But moving on, the enhanced games. Mm. I truly thought that was like a joke. I thought it was a fucking joke too. It's depressing that it's not. I believe their tagline is the Olympics, but with drugs, which you could debate that the Olympics does have drugs. But uh, yeah, their whole thing is that they are bringing science into the sport to try optimize performance. And so they're just like no rules, which I don't know. They're, they're crazy. I agree. I thought it was a joke as well. Like I thought it was like a marketing small thing. And then apparently the reason it's back in the news cycle this past week is because it has actual billionaires investing in it. I believe Peter Thiel, I don't know if that's how you say his name, but he's like big time, like Facebook, like he's, he's big time. And he's apparently an investor in it now. So if you have billionaires backing your products, like it's going to happen or not necessarily, but like, it's just crazy to see that they're backing this idea, which if you ask anyone in the sport, you're like, that's a dumb idea. But I guess, unless you are someone that's currently banned, (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like, Oh, oh, I got an opportunity to fucking compete. Yeah. Yeah. Make some money. I mean, I guess the only, the counter argument would be like within the sport, we're so niche so they might not even care if anyone in the sport watches mm. it because there's maybe it's just 100% appealing to... This is the comparison I give it to. Why don't they just fund the Chicken Boy League? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what Yeah, that's, that's the issue they have. They obviously haven't watched this podcast because they're not true fans. But this is like how I compare like when you have... Say you have massive, massive fans of a book series or fantasy series. Maybe it's got a name with a wheel on it, right? And then they make a show out of it, put millions and millions of dollars in it and then just disgrace the book disgrace the show doesn't have anything to do is not accurate or faithful to the fans this is pretty much what's happening to us in sport in some ways they're just fucking thinking wheel of time wheel of time (laughs) so they're thinking that like okay like we'll put money behind this people are going to watch this spectacle the only event I want in this enhanced games is I want all these people to line up in a row I want them to take a weed edible and then it's a hot dog eating contest. And I want to watch that. I want to see like what to see a man enhanced. can put himself through to eat as many that's hot dogs. That's the type of enhanced games, that that games I want. It's a weed edible, <laughs> the amount of hot dogs they can eat, and we just watch that. That's it. There's nothing else. No fucking running. Nothing. No right. swimming. Nothing. Just it, just eating contests with weed. It's so sad because it is so close to like what I would dream of, but just missing the mark. Because <laughs> Completely. It's like if you really, yeah. As George said, if you did use this money for the good and you created your own league that didn't just involve like being allowing drugs to be taken, like you could do it so cool because they say that all athletes will receive a base salary and then the prize pool should be, their expected prize pool should be larger than any other like event like in history. So that's, that's how our sport should work. Like that'd be sick if like our actual sport works like that. But instead... I mean, does the you, founder just really like drugs or something? Where do you? Yeah, I don't maybe know. maybe he's got some sort of pharmaceutical connection where he invests <laughs> yeah. in some sort of drug, and maybe that's like there's some ulterior motive there. I think that they just think that it will be that appealing to watch humans like go through this process. But these are these are my my few thoughts on it. One, which this is what a lot of people are saying, it's going to flop really hard because the athletes won't be as good as like clean athletes. Like that, it doesn't work. Really, un- ex- unless they're yeah. as quick as yeah. or quicker than like Usain Bolt, like you yeah. know. It, it, otherwise, it's just like, well, this is kind of silly. And then my other thing, which maybe this is bigger, is it's just so sad from an athlete's perspective. Like, think about what type of athlete does this. Maybe 
maybe this is some long-term future thing and I, I can't see, I can't imagine the world in the same way that these investors imagine the world. But in my eyes, like think about what type of athlete is going to sign up for this. It's going to be like athletes from like really poor countries that like, that like they just want to do it to make the money because it's not like any of us are going to sign up for this. No. Like if you're, if you're from like a more wealthy, like, country i think it doesn't it's like you're not going to put yourself through this but it's targeting more people that i guess you would say more need the money so like that's pretty sad to me because i just can't imagine like people from like us like doing it no and the risks that go into taking drugs like that like that's literally the that's the thing people are going to say well i would outweigh that risk if i can support my family for the rest of life i will take these drugs and that's, what, happened, that's what already happens in the sport well that's, the, the that's an issue there. with the sport that we're trying to fix that's why anti-doping exists that's why all these people are trying their hardest to keep the integrity of athletes to to run clean or to perform clean and then to encourage this kind of incentive to these people that shouldn't be in this position in the first place but they're like i need the money i'm going to take these drugs i could die in 10 years yeah that's what we have to acknowledge it's it's not like it's not like taking drugs is bad just because it's an unfair playing field it's like literally like literally health risks like like it'll like kill you like Literally in 10 years, you could die from a stroke because of doing EPO or doing some sort of shit with your body that's not natural and it's fucking you up. Like people are taking this risk because if they win that money, it could change their whole family's lives. And that shouldn't be the priority. It should be about enjoying and celebrating sport and being part of an environment and an ecosystem in some ways of like watching incredible athletes and incredible people achieve um, incredible things. This is not This is not a route for that. This is a route for desperation yeah i'm trying to think of some some like similar thing and it's like there's no sport that there's no sport that involves humans that like makes sense like to become so science focused it's like f1 like more in a way because then it becomes so much about like the technology and all that but oh man just such a stupid idea i really wonder how much money is going to go into it and it's just sad yeah it's sad that we like literally put out the the cheese, you know? Come we on, guys. Little, yeah, we put the little cheese the out, listen to the podcast. We had this Give idea and money. we think it's good. And then they're thinking, nah, we're just going to fund people that take a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's the enhanced games. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how things progress in that because, yeah, with billionaires investing in it, whew, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, that's Anything. Point. It could be so successful and maybe it'll take a lot of years. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see. So, on to a little Milrose preview. Rose. So George and I and uh, a lot of the team are heading to New York on Friday of this week, racing Sunday. Super Bowl is, Sunday. Which is new. We're the preview. <laughs> yeah, we're the, we're the preview for the Super Bowl this time. It's around. like the halftime show, but like the pregame show. Have I, have I said how ever how I think it would be like such a no-brainer, like the sickest halftime activity would be on any like college football field that has a track just to have like just to have, I don't know, like a mile race where you have four people from each school <laughs> racing against each other. Think about how much the fans would get into that. Mm. It would be such a good halftime show. Let's let's make that happen. Uh, so George and I are racing the two-mile, the Josh Kerr two-mile. Mm. The Josh Kerr Memorial I think it has been named after him. <laughs> uh, going for the world record, apparently. Which mm. is, Do you know what the world record is? It's like eight minutes. 8.03 point something something. So, Mo Farah. Yeah. I'm defending my Australian record in the two mile. <laughs> what is it? I'm defending the defending it from who? Out of is there another Australian myself? In it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm defending it for myself, and I'm also trying to take it for myself. Um, 
It's 8.14, I believe. <laughs> or 8.15. Whatever I ran a couple of years ago. I've found absolutely no record on the interwebs, dark webs, exist. any web that any New Zealander has ever run two miles. It's quite possible that no New Zealander has ever run a two mile. I think it might be possible. No, or outdoors, dude. Oh, or outdoors. I, I literally know that because I feel like at one point, actually, maybe not. But at one point, like everyone raced the mile, you know? Because like John, Wa- John Walker yeah. used to run like a bunch of two Ks. I was gonna ask Johnny yeah. Walker would be the only one I could think of in history that could have been close to a two mile. So you can't even find an outdoor one. Wow. I found no record. I'd love for someone to um, change that in yeah. the next six days. Yeah. If that exists, otherwise that way George knows what he's running for. <laughs> otherwise, I could just. You just sit, sit and just kick nine nine minute New Zealand record. Yeah. <laughs> you should. I mean, obviously you're gonna race, but it'd be funny <laughs> if you try and run the slowest two mile of history and it gets in a record like like a like a twenty minute two mile. It's like, yep, that's a New Zealand record from George Beamish. <laughs> That'd twenty be so minutes good to see on the on the results yeah. page. Yeah, if it just got super tactical and <laughs> you're running a record, <laughs> just be hilarious. That'd be a good no t- context snap snippet, I think. Yeah, but uh, the two okay, mile. I'm not gonna do that, guys. No, no, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. No. <laughs> the two mile is super stacked with Joshka going for it, and then I believe Grant Fisher is racing. Uh, on our team, Joe is racing, and our Japanese friend Kaita is racing. That's it from our team, and then we have the two double boys bubble from Oregon. Not in Oregon anymore, but what are their names? Do, is it, do they still run for Oregon Track Club? I thought, no, I thought no, I they run so. for. Um, who do they? Who do they? What's their team name? Um, New Gen, <laughs> team New Gen, <laughs> New Gen Lee. No, no, old generation. They called old generation now. That's what it is. I old forgot. Gen. Yeah, the old Co- Gen. Cooper the old Gen Cole. boys. Um, Cooper Krupp, um, <laughs> and and Yo, Cole Bennett. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of famous references. people that. Yeah. Super random. <laughs> yeah, random references, but yeah, uh, Cooper Tier and Cole Hawker going for it. As teammates, I wonder if they'll debut their team jersey. What does it look like? It's just, it's just nothing. <laughs> it's literally they'll have like, like it's, naked? A, it's a naked, naked, it's a naked silhouette, see through, see through, see through jersey with a with a swoosh on it, so you can see their bare chests. I'm now sure the fans talking. will really appreciate that for those mm. heartthrobs. Um, I don't. Do you know any other big names that are in, is in the two mile? It's just super deep. So there's so many people. So I think we have a couple of Ethiopians. That are pretty good. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's going to be so deep. It's so weird how, well, not so weird. It's really cool how the 3K slash 2 mile has gotten so good at Milrose because not that long ago, it was not that big of a deal. It was all about the one make a mile. Um, and speaking of the one make a mile. I think world ranking has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Mm. Which is a good I, thing. I agree. Ever since that's come in, I think it's really hyped up the Milrose games. Which has been you amazing. get a sneaky, sneaky big ranking. Big ranking, big points. points. for the 5K running a 3K yeah. indoors. It's, it's, a, it's a little hack for everyone out there trying to boost their rankings. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to get into the meet. Yeah. <laughs> All you have to do is get into Just the get into the meet, yeah, which is one of the hardest meets to get into. But we have uh, Yard and Mario doing the mile from the team, and then they have some hot competition from George Mills, who is very hot right now mm. who else is in it? I don't know I think Hobbs know. Tesla's come back oh yeah Hobbs is in it mm. I don't know who else is in it <laughs> I, I yeah I'm, I've been <laughs> Sam Pringles I'm sure will be there Pringles really haven't been paying that much attention. right angle probably it, probably he's racing a lot he has been racing a lot right angle could be in it I mean I'm sure just from the fan engagement alone they'll want him there yeah what's crazy for the Americans is that Melrose is Sunday and USA starts Friday five mm-hmm. days later it so it's a bit of quick, quick turnaround if you don't need to run it and maybe need a little more rest or something. So there are some people that will definitely be at USA's yeah. and mm. not, not Miro's for that reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm glad Grant's running. First time since college. Seems to be a common 
Common well, theme with the bowel movement track club departures. Yeah, if you're not on Bowman, then you're now allowed to run certain races. Euros again. Actually, they did race. They did. A few of them did run last year. I thought Grant raced it one time at Bowman. Maybe not. Maybe that was a different meet at the Armory. Oh, no, that maybe that was different Bowman people. But a couple, Elise and Cooper and... Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. ...ran last year, which was like kind of a big deal for them. Yeah. Generally. But yeah, so the two-mile is, is a world record attempt. The mile is... I don't think they're saying it's. Oh, I don't know. Actually, maybe we'll see, we'll wait till the press conference on Friday. Yeah. Jared's gonna try PR, so <laughs> so that could be close to what. So that, basically, that means so they're going out fast. I know that much. Yeah. So they got some good pacing. Uh, we got. I think in the two mile we have AJ pacing us again, and we have to give a massive shout out to him. Uh, he ran three fifty two for the mile. He's so good, and he comes and paces us. I don't understand. Yeah. Good bloke. Like, what Very a good legend. Runner. Good what bloke. a legend. Um, so very excited to line up against this field and the pace I, I think it is I think the pace has to be quite good apparently the man himself Josh has asked for 60 point zeros that's pretty quick that's ridiculous <laughs> I mean are you gonna go with him um <laughs> I, might just I feel try. like I'm not gonna not go with him but you're gonna see how it goes is it? I'm. I'm just. Is it really going to be sixty point zeros? That's what I. No, I reckon this is what's going to happen. It'll probably go out in like fifty nine, sixty one, sixty, sixty one, and then I don't know. 60, I can't 60, wait 60. until like after the race is like a, it's the splits and they're exactly what you just said. <laughs> but like <laughs> that'd be sick. This is the thing I think with the two mile, which will be interesting. It's a it's a unique. I think Morgan and Joe have run it before Staten Island. But it's a unique event because it's it's not a 3K. It isn't a 3K. It's an extra 200 meters. So like running that quick, running 60 seconds a lap, like well, 60 seconds of 400. Apologies because it's a 200 meter lap. Like that's so quick for a 3K, and then you add in a 200 meter finish. It's it's going to be tough. I know, and particularly this time of year, mate. I'm sure Josh is in incredible shape. I mean. You can tell he's in incredible shape. His Instagram is just putting off thirst traps left, right, and center. Yep. Shout out to Josh, man. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know if I can compete in this world when a man looks that good. Um, I think uh, I think you're right. It, it's really quick. And it's very quick and it's very different to a 3K. So I think it's going to be interesting. I think you'll notice people starting to hurt early and you guys are extremely fit and you guys are hungry and you're also great racers. So I'm very excited to see you both go and crush it. I would love to see you guys beat Josh Kerr. I'd love to see you guys. One of you guys, obviously... It'd be cool if you could both win, but one of you guys win. Joe, obviously, as well. Go out there, crush it, try and win. Like That's what's great about that event is that I think every year somebody's come through and just had a crazy race, and I'm hoping that uh, it's one of, one of you three. And, yeah, Ka- and Kaito as well. I think it'll just be sick racing. It'll be so interesting, yeah, what actually happens behind it because I feel like a lot of people would just be like, fuck, and I'm going to try to go with it. Yeah. That's what I'm – I don't know if I will, but I, I mean, I think I will. Like, I don't, just don't think I can physically, like, run that fast for that long, like, consistently. Like, I think I'm more of a – like run slightly slower and then close hard type of guy but I don't know it's just racing so like why not just go for it um, I think it'll be interesting Josh Kerr has really put such a big target on his back like he's never had before even like look at his world champs winning year last year he never I don't think he really ever had a target on his back the only race he ever won last year was world champs final. and so when you come into the, he's clearly must be so fit right now the way he's he's sitting shot. in that ice top yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, like, the way he's, like, setting up this race. I mean, last time he set up a race like this, in my memory, at Milrose. Yeah. The outcome was very interesting. Yeah, it was a bit different. <laughs> Someone got outclassed that day. <laughs> All I want to do is... Was he talking as big a game that day? Yeah. Yeah. He was He was big. 
he he was. I, think I remember that he set the pace in everything that that year. He, uh, from what I remember, I think he was. Yeah, I don't think I think he was talking about how there was, wasn't really any competition. I think the but he requested the pace and he yeah. went after it. Yeah, I wonder if he will get behind the pacer. He has to. last year. He didn't. Yeah, but he didn't request the pace. No, I think he will. He he also went for it in Zurich. He when did he, when he requested it. Yeah, and got yeah. behind the pace. I it. think he will. I just like if can we make a pact? Like if one of us beats him, like we say, like we outclassed him. Oh, like <laughs> you guys in the in the post race interview. Yeah, you guys will absolutely be my best. I think we'll probably. I think we'll probably. Have, I think we'd have to say that. Yeah. It'd be hilarious. I mean, I don't think I even had to say that, but yeah. Uh, and also, you know what? Josh would respect it as well. <laughs> he would. He would honestly think that would be funny, you know? Yeah. So looking forward to that. We have uh, our women out there in force as well. Actually, no, is it just Alicia and Josette? Yeah, Sage is out. List force. Is Carmela racing? I'm not sure. No? So we got we got representation in both the mile mm. and the two mile, yeah. right? This is also two mile, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Alicia's going for seven fifty five in the two mile, <laughs> and uh, Josette's going for a three forty six mile. So just yeah, yeah, humble goals, light work, light work. But d- yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the pacer for the two mile is Dathan as well. Like Dathan's Dathan actually pacing Alicia, I think so for it, um, and he's pacing three k. So in jeans, yeah, in jeans, <laughs> blue jeans, in um, cloud easies, <laughs> and uh, the yellow tank top shirt. He's gonna be ha- holding a stopwatch in yeah. his hand. <laughs> 59 60 good good uh, come on alicia <laughs> so uh we're really excited to see you guys out there also excited to see the oac fan section popping off we will possibly do some form of a little meetup thing it might be a little bit uh like more last minute because we're we're at this moment, don't want to commit to anything. So follow the Instagram, <laughs> follow the Instagram for that, and you will see the updates. I know my Discord is like scheming. I don't know if it's on Saturday or Sunday, but one someone in the Discord that's going to be in New York is like, yeah, I got like this marathon workout. If anyone wants to hop in, and a bunch of people are like, yeah, I'll join you for some of it. He's doing like, he's doing like twelve miles at like five fifty pace, like Oof. something like pretty impressive. And I think that's pretty good. Hopping in, so get on the Discord if you want to work out with some people. But follow Instagram for to see if we will do some form of meetup. And then after that, yeah, we're all head to Tom Wing's house for the Super Bowl party. Mm. Yeah, you guys <laughs> debut in the new apartment. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, we'll see what see what the fuss is about. We're going to leak We're gonna leak the address. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's invited. Everyone's invited. Literally just in the if post-race we, if we, interview. If we win, if, we, if one of us wins, we'll leak the address. <laughs> in the post-race interview, yeah, 100%. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. So that's, that's that. A big mm. weekend running and hopefully another big weekend upcoming. Very excited to get out there. Is there anything Definitely. else from us? Well, that's it. With that said, thank you very much to everyone for listening and watching this week. And uh, we hope to see you all again next week. See ya.